0: Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. This is Pastor Benjamin Davis, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Holly. Again, would you say hello, dear? Hello. So we're talking about Mother's Day stuff all. Is it okay to say stuff on a podcast?
1: I think so. It's okay. stuff. It's yeah, a so common word.
0: Mother's Day stuff. People on, know what stuff is. Uh, you know, because we're coming up to Mother's Day mm-hmm. uh, uh, this, this Sunday. And we're using First Thessalonians chapter 2, where the Apostle Paul said that he had actually become a mother-like figure to that church that he planted in Thessalonica, and we're going to use the principles there about you know the just the 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 things that moms go through and uh, and the job that God has given them and really the trust God has given them to to really shape the lives of the next generation, the children that the Lord gave them, and such an important job. Today we're going to talk about encouraging moms that are starting to feel the pain of the labor side. Now, now I, I suppose I should, you know, there is the labor side of going into labor, but that's not what we're talking about here, right? right. What we're talking about here is when it starts getting hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me read the scripture, and then let's go into the subject of when motherhood starts getting hard. Mm-hmm. Paul said, "'For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil.'" So we're going to be talking about when moms start experiencing labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. So Paul is saying, well, I was kind of like a mom that labored and toiled and it was up night and day, you know, so that we could we could give you the good thing that God put in us for you. And that's really what. You know, God has given moms everything the baby needs, right? That's right. And uh, so let's go into this. Can you share a story of when you had to labor night and day to meet one of your children's needs?
1: Well, this is hard because there's so many stories. There really is. One story, though, that that came to my mind was when our youngest child had to get his tonsils out. Mm. I just, that, that... popped in my mind when I was thinking about this and he had a really rough time with it from the time he woke up from the anesthesia. Yeah. And his recovery was rather lengthy and I labored night and day to meet his needs and to take care of him. And it, it was, it was challenging. I think we labor night and day. Sometimes, uh, I was just talking to one of my mentors the other day and she said we put so much pressure on ourselves Mm. when we're raising our family that we have to do it all. Mm. So laboring night and day is even part, you know, the routine of what you have to do day in and day out to meet the needs of your family yeah. uh, with preparing the meals and cleaning the house and cleaning their clothes and all of those things that you do. Plus, I mean, many moms work outside the home full time. Mm-hmm. So doing that on top of a full time job and then uh, getting them to bed at the, you know, those routines of bedtime, all of that. But there's many ways you labored night and day. I, but I was thinking of that story because I actually remember that we with, were yeah. up. Many times in the night with him for probably a good two to three weeks. Yeah,
0: it just did not go according to plan, right? He it needed really to be done sick from the
1: anesthesia, and then, and then he was in a lot of pain, and yeah, there was just up a,
0: all night. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, there was a lot of stuff that went mm-hmm. on with that 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 was uh, was really a, a mom stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's it, pretty
1: traumatic. It was I feel traumatic. like it wasn't an outpatient thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, so really, you know, in that case it was a deep trauma happening in this child's life mm-hmm. but mama's tlc really is what transformed it right yes, and but yes. you're but to, to give that tlc you're laboring night and day right yes yes and and we've you know here's the thing is that the less sleep you get the harder it is to show that affection. It's true. And to be emotional and to not get frustrated, right? Yes, yeah. yes,
1: it can be, it can be. You have to really die to yourself yeah. as a parent. God just takes out, if you allow him to, selfishness. Mm. And even if you don't get sleep, even if you don't, you know, to that he can strengthen you. He supernaturally strengthened me many times as I was mothering my children mm. because I didn't have it. Yeah. But yet, by His Holy Spirit, He empowered me. Yeah. And it, and you have to lean on the Holy Spirit for that. Otherwise, you're a grump, you're, <laughs> you're harsh, Yeah. you take it out on the kids, mm-hmm. all of that, and they take all that in too.
0: Right, yeah, that's good. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit. So Paul specifically said that his purpose of laboring night and day with all that toil was so that he could share the gospel of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ with these people who were precious to them. Mm -hmm. So let's shift gears and now let's talk to the mom who really has it in their conviction in their heart. They don't just want to raise their children, they want to share the gospel with their children. They want their children to learn and know the gospel as they are being raised, okay? So yes. let's let's talk about that for a little bit. Yes. How can a mom share the gospel with their children at different ages? Let's just go go through them. Let's an infant. What's what's sharing the gospel with an infant look like?
1: Well, singing songs, a praise over them and praying over them. That's, you know, just, uh, even singing, you know, Jesus loves you and just those, those things. That's just how they absorb that. Having worship music on. Yeah. In the background. You
0: know, I, this is a personal thing, but I believe that music is so much deeper than music. Mm-hmm. I think there is a spiritual there's definitely an emotional component, yes. But I think there's a spiritual component to music, yes. So the type of music you cho- choose to have going makes all the difference as an infant, it right? Because they does. don't have the ability to discern right. or process, right? So if you're if you're choosing Disney background, that's one thing, right? But if you're choosing praise and worship background, that's a whole different matter, right? You're starting as an infant to impart the gospel of yes. God in that way. Yes. Yeah, that's so good. All right, let's now let's move to the toddler stage. What does it look like to share the gospel of Jesus, impart the gospel of Jesus at the toddler stage?
1: Well, you, you pray with them. You pray with them. You pray for them. You're teaching them Bible songs. You're reading Bible stories to them. You're telling them about Jesus and how much he loves them. It's just continual. And the music still makes a big deal Mm. too. Now, you know, you can do a combination. We're not saying you can't ever put a Disney song on or whatever. But, but yeah, the majority of, you know, what they're hearing. But, see, they're learning so much at that age. So some of those songs, nursery rhyme songs and whatnot, Mm -hmm. teach them too. To count and teach them their ABCs and all that. But, yes, teaching them about the gospel is just praying with them. You know, our little two-and-a-half-year-old grandson now, too, he prays when he eats. Mm-hmm. So you're praying at mealtimes. You're praying in the mornings. He comes over, can we read the Bible? And then, you know, yesterday he prayed, and he goes kind of down the list when he's praying for mm-hmm. his food. Eventually yeah. he prays for his food and says thank you. But they learn mm-hmm. at a really young age, you know, that yeah. there is a God and that we pray to him and that he's there.
0: These days I noticed that... Uh, There is, there is this group of people out there that feel like that the digital age is full on. So they created a digital Bible what is that?
1: It's, it's, uh, well, it's. Part of you version, but it's it's the Bible app for kids.
0: Bible app for kids, and and, and, it's, and it's free. Awesome, it's all and that it's
1: stories, and you uh, they read to the kids, and then there's interactive things you can push little the people, elephant. and they'll make yeah. the sounds mm-hmm. and whatnot. And and you know, it's it's a little harder for like two two three year old. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of help them, but as they get older, they can go through the stories and they. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Peyton loves it, and yeah. our kids would have loved that.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's all these tools out there, but you're, you're using these tools to, to try to help a toddler understand. Mostly they're imitating you, right? So if they see you pray, if you yes. pray at meals, they're going to want to pray at meals, right? Yes. Uh, if if, they, if you're, they see you doing devotions, they're going to want to have devotions exactly. in their own little Bible app or whatever, yes. right? Yes, um, And your music is going to become their music, right? Correct. I remember there was a little thing you used to do, going on a bear hunt.
1: Right, that's to, not really sharing the gospel. No, it's well. Well, it's, it's, it's teaching them not to be afraid. Right.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so we well, it's all. That a but it's, we're not just saying you have to only do Jesus songs. Right. but I remember this. The kids loved that. They
1: loved it. Can you yes. sing a little bit of that? Going on a bear hunt. Going on a bear hunt. I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, got my pistol on my shoulder and my water on my side. (laughs) She'd
0: take them through that and they just (laughs) loved it. If you want to know that song, Contact Pastor Holly, (laughs) she'll teach it to you. It is a fun song. (laughs) Okay, now let's move to, um, you know, a little bit older, teenage years. So let's talk to moms that have older children what does it look like to share the gospel of God with your teenagers?
1: Well, you've got to be the example of prioritizing God in your life mm. and and prioritizing church mm. in their lives. And you know that 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 comes before other activities mm. and that this is why we think this is important? You you just you have to you do have to explain things to them more. I believe um, sh- something that we both did with our kids is we shared what God was saying to us mm-hmm. and and what He did in our lives mm-hmm. as even as a teenager. And some of that, you know, you can't share all your experiences with them, was, you yeah. know, especially there if there was rebellion and whatnot. But you can share what God's doing in your life with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, how you're working through a fear, emotion, you know, just being that example. And one thing that I think is really important that happens at, at the teen stage too is being the same in public as I am at home. Mm. Is so important. Mm. You know, being one way at church and one way at home doesn't, a doesn't compute for teenagers. Yeah. with teenagers right. because they're they're tr- they're trying to discover. Who God is, and you know, very critical of hypocritical things and all of that. So, you have to be the same person, yeah, that you are in public, Mm -hmm. that's in, in your home, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, the life you're living at that point is speaking. Volumes. More
1: is caught than taught. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's really good. Okay, let's let's go on. So let now we process. You you know, they they're infant, toddler, teenager, and then finally they become an adult, and they move out. Mm -hmm. All right, mom still has a key role here, right?
1: Yes, what, definitely.
0: How has that shifted for you um, as as our kids have become adults? Sharing the gospel with them it looks different, but but, but still you've got a key role it's, in sharing the gospel. Well, you're
1: continuing to be that example of mm-hmm. living for Christ. Mm-hmm. They know, they see it, and not compromising, mm. not compromising. And you know, as adults, we accept them where they are, mm-hmm. but and we're not controlling them any longer mm-hmm. yet speaking the truth in love when it needs to be spoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still, I I just don't compromise truth mm. when it comes to my kids, mm. uh, even as adults, mm. when they're saying or doing things that just really aren't in line with the word. Yeah. I I, I share. I say that's not what God says. I still do that. Now, I... Have to be much more sensitive to the spirit and mm-hmm. when and right. how right. I I present it yeah. because I do want them to to uh, feel like I am proud of them and that I do accept and love them no matter what choices they're making but I'm not gonna compromise yeah the truth that I know
0: and I do do you agree that as a mom you know, God put in this nurturing spirit in you where, where you were in complete control, but then as an adult, the, probably the greatest death you die is I'm no longer in control. I'm not trying to control them. You can't control your adult children. Now
1: I think something though, that is important at this stage too, is though you're still reaching out to them, right? They still need you just in a different way. So don't, Quit communicating. Right. I'm constantly texting my kids. What's going on? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what happened with this? Or I, I still am caring yeah. about their lives. Right. And and two, I think by doing that, it does give you more open avenues mm-hmm. to right. share the gospel.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. So so now you've lost control. You've given up control. Is better. It's not yes. you lost. You willingly gave it up but you are speaking truth into their lives in a nurturing and loving way.
1: And stable. Yes. We're stable, and they see that we're stable. Mm-hmm. We're, this is who we are. Right. We're still these people.
0: Yeah, that's great. Okay, well I appreciate you sharing, dear. I think that's awesome. I think it's gonna help a lot of people. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person
1: or on our YouTube with our live stream community.